Hey guys, you can now support this show and make your life 50% better by going to patreon.com forward slash the system is down and signing up for the Downers Club, where you're going to get access to a plethora of wild, crazy, and often offensive bonus audio and video episodes of the show on a weekly basis. For more information, just go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down. The following is a Goulash Media production. Goulashmedia.net. Again, and welcome to another episode of the QAnon Chronicles. I'm your host, Scott. We're bringing another episode to you. As promised yesterday when I brought you the update from Kenosha, I'm sure all of you have seen the continuing updates from Kenosha. It's a nightmare of a situation. Uh, it's a nightmare of a situation, is what it is. little pause of silence there because I don't even know what else to say about it I mean you know it's just it's it's tangible you know what I mean and really like I said yesterday the first the, the, the first instance of this in a small town in a small town USA it's happened people died I uh, may have said that on the show yesterday when I mentioned that there was a militia forming. I'm like, I don't know, that's ripe for, uh, it's ripe for disaster. And, and indeed it was, um, there's a lot of points to be made about that situation. The kid was underage, came out from out of town to protect that property, whatever. The cops didn't stop him from walking around, but you know, I mean, also on the other hand, you know, there's a bunch of people uh, roaming around, also armed with guns and Molotov cocktails and gasoline and rocks and bricks, and they're breaking shit, and, you know, the cops aren't being allowed to do anything, and the governor waited, you know, three days to actually accept federal help, and and it, uh, you know, the ki- there's plenty of video footage of it, there's multiple angles of video footage of it, people have dug through the video footage, I mean, you know, whether or not the kid was supposed to be there... He didn't go around just willy-nilly start shooting people. You know, they threw a Molotov. It looks like maybe, who knows? I don't even want to say definitively because I don't know. I honestly don't even know. I just know that it's a it's a wreck down there. Stuff's getting real. Um, stuff is getting real. It was already getting real, but it's it's real. Like I said, that's not a metro a metropolitan, a major area. It's uh, it's a small town. Midwestern location this is happening in. Very, very crazy. Very, very crazy. Um, <clears throat> Q posted today. I'll read that for you so you know where we're at with the Cuban narrative. Hmm. 
I'm trying to pull it up. And my browser is saying, I'm sorry for the long pauses there, my browser is saying that it doesn't exist. QMAP.pub doesn't exist anymore. A what? I am just finding this out right now on the uh, on the air with you. Like, uh, well, not on the air because that implies that this is live. It's not live, but uh, as I'm recording this, I'm finding that out. It looks like it looks like QMAP.pub is down right now. Let's try this one. I'm going to a different link. Okay, here we go. Aha, found it. QMAP.pub is down, but QPosts.online is not. Here we go. It's posted today. Q says, one party discusses God. One party discusses darkness. This is in reference to the Democratic National Committee and the Republican National Committee, which is primarily what I'm going to talk about tonight is contrast, right? Contrast. Anyway, he says, one party discusses God. One party discusses darkness. One party promotes God. One party eliminates God. Symbolism will be their downfall. The great deceivers. And then an added S in in apostrophe or uh, parentheses. When was the last time you witnessed a D party leader being patriotic, exhibiting national pride, love of country? When was the last time you witnessed a D party leader speak out against the riots, violence in the streets? When was the last time you witnessed a D party leader support those who took an oath to protect and defend? When was the last time you witnessed a D party leader support and call for unity across our nation? All assets deployed, information warfare, infiltration, destruction of America. Have faith in humanity. Have faith in yourself. United we stand. God wins. So, I don't know if anybody watched any of the DNC. To be perfectly honest, I, I don't really think, like, anybody at all, like, in the country actually watched that thing. I watched uh, almost all of it in the form of clips of it and uh, snarky captions and comments regarding those clips of it. But the basic gist was just, it was a miserable, boring, tone-deaf, celebrity-laden, awkward, puzzling, baffling, dour, boring. Did I already say that? I don't know. It was miserable. It was miserable. Um, usually, it doesn't matter you know, who you are, you get a bump in the polls during your convention. Biden slipped four points during his convention. And if you watch that and you contrast it to the RNC and you look at the guests, you look at the content, you look at what they're talking about, and you look at the media response to both as well. You know, what we have to keep in mind here is a big picture view, right? You, the listener of this show, and me, the person who records it are probably kind of outliers in terms of the, you know, the, the bell curve of the general population and their interests and what motivates them, you know, and how they feel about politics and this and that and the other thing. We're a weird bunch, those folks uh, who uh, follow the system is down. We're a weird bunch, those who are members of the Donners Club. And, um, most of America, 
whether they're they've generally voted Republican or generally voted Democrat or not as weird and esoteric, nor are they as interested in weird esotericism as we are. They're pretty plain black and white people. Um, so you got to take the thirty thousand foot view, and you and you got to look at it from the way that most normal people who aren't like us and a lot of us, um, myself included, uh, are are libertarian leaning people. I know that here on this show I rep Trump. It's clear that I like Trump and I'm going to vote for Trump, but um, that's because I don't actually think Trump is a classical Republican, and you know that. I I host this show. I've been doing it for a long time. I think that things are not what they seem, and he's dismantling a lot of awful neocon stuff, and eventually will it will result in a lot of things that are rather libertarian in practice. That's my belief anyway. But normal people who aren't interested in third-party politics and like weird esoteric political points of view, they're just going based on the facts on the ground here. you got this spilling over into small-town America. You've got the contrast between the DNC and the RNC convention, you, you know, and, and you've got the contrast between the response that Democrats and people who are pro the movement are giving and you contrast those to the responses that uh, like you know people who aren't for rioting and looting and burning businesses are giving um, you know I mean the guest list at the RNC was was uh, was mainly comprised of, of real people who don't hold political office and aren't famous and don't have a lot of money and just have a story to tell and reasons why they're grateful for the current administration. I mean, Trump had a naturalization ceremony that he presided over during the Republican National Convention, which, I mean, I guess you could, you can call chintzy. I, I would, my cynical self would be inclined to say it's at least a little bit cheesy, you know what I mean? But here's the thing, he got a bunch of Democrats to condemn, you know, the naturalization of a bunch of uh, minorities. Like, it's just insane. Uh, the things that he and his strategists get their enemy to do like publicly in front of the whole nation you know you've got weeks and weeks now of continued violence increasing violence in more places across the country and rioting and looting and destruction and burning and pillaging and uh and and it's really mainly one party that's not doing anything about it and here's the thing from the QAnon perspective you could argue, well, the other party's just as bad. They've been just as bad. Don't you talk about the Uniparty all the time? Yes, of course. You're absolutely right. The Uniparty is a thing and it's been bad. But that's the cleaning house on the Republican side has happened via making them resign, forcing them out, you know, replacing them in runoff elections and replacing them in their primaries. Like, that's how they've been doing... That's how they've been draining the Uniparty on the Republican side. But... Uh, the Republicans for such a long time, the neocon, wimpy rhinos, were playing the part of just hapless, inefficient, can't hold on to power, can't get it, and if they do get it, they don't do anything with it. Um, just pushing the dial ever more leftward as the counterpart, the other side of the coin, that is the uniparty. Those people are being cleaned out in a different way, and that's because they didn't hold the public perception of institutional power. They weren't as popular as the Democrats. They haven't been as popular as the Democrats for a long time. Of course, they didn't have any problem not being as popular because that's the part that they were supposed to play, in my opinion. But that's how they've gotten cleaned out. 
they've gotten cleaned out uh, via that process. In the meantime, you actually have to get the public to vote out the remainder of them, and it's already happening. But, you know, some of these people are so entrenched in their districts and have been around for so long and have such a tight control of the of the marketing, the political marketing machine in their areas, you know, you... Like you says, sometimes you have to show people the truth rather than tell them that this is the kind of reality that these leaders would allow. You have to show them that this is the kind of reality that they are allowing. And it's not as though the people that are in control are causing these things to happen. It's more like, honestly, they're abiding by the original charter of the Constitution you know, they've offered the federal assistance and Trump has a lot of latitude. He's got every constitutional right right now to just pop in there and uh, bring all the feds in overtly and do it. But you, I've talked about that on the show a lot. He, that's the optic that they want. They want him bringing tanks into all of the cities and declaring martial law and everything. And he's not going to do it because he's not going to give them that optic. He's also not going to do it because he's a federalist. The states don't want his help because these governors and these mayors are corrupt and they want this to happen. And he's letting them do it because, well, until it gets bad enough, you know, like I said, he's offering the help. He's offering the help and the governor in Wisconsin finally accepted it, but it's not like he's forcing them to do anything. He's He's got the, the, the tables always open, I guess, for the deal, right, with the deal maker, but my point is tonight, my point is with this short little rant, is that I think that the majority of Americans who are still decent people and a part of their soul still, you know, lives in the reality that was pre-intersectional politics and critical race theory, and they just, you know, abide, you know they, they actually want to abide by common law and they really do see everybody else as equal to them in, you know, uh, rights and inherent worth and all of that. I think that those people, no matter who they voted for or what bandwagons they've hopped on to keep the peace, I think that I think that things aren't peaceful anymore. And 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 I think that they're awake to that. And I think more and more of them are awake every day. And uh, you know, the the Democrats think that this election is going to be a referendum on Trump, and that's why they're doing all of their messaging based on how dark a future we're going to have with Trump. So they're making it a referendum on Trump. But the reality is that this election is a referendum on Democrats. And we'll see how it plays out. But like I've said many times on this show, I do think that Trump's going to win in a landslide, and uh, things are going to get a lot better don't know how quickly and it's going to be bumpy along the way because you know these these people fight back they built this system over many 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 years and they're not going to give up control that easy as we see but i do think that victory is possible and at hand and i'm weary of this i think we're all weary of it but those are my thoughts tonight Keep it real. Keep it real, folks. Remember to like us, share us, and subscribe to us on all your favorite social media. Um, system is down on Patreon. You can go become a member of the Downers Club there. Uh, TSIDPOD.com is the main website. 
uh, please do become a member of the Downers Club because, man, in these trying times, we need people, especially people like us. If you're a listener of the show, if you clicked on it, you're clearly interested at least a little bit in what we would call non-conventional sources of information. So, you know, become a member of the Downers Club so you can hang out with more people like that. We don't all agree on everything, and that's a beautiful thing, and we like it that way. What we agree on is we all like talking about stuff. And, uh, so yeah, do it. Just do it. It's like five bucks a month. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm Joe Biden. Anyway, um, yeah, this is another Dispatch from the Universe. Till next time, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you later. Alligator. Goulash Media Production. Goulashmedia.net. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.